Good morning. Good morning. It is time for coffee, contemplation, and Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will go ahead and tell you Mm -hmm. that if these three episodes are any representation of season five, season five is epic. Right? I I had so much fun with these episodes. You know who I think is this? You know, I think think it's the standout performer, crazy as it is to say. I think Allison Mack is really kicking ass in this season. I, I yeah. mean, I mean, yeah. Weird stuff in the recent news aside, I'm Chloe is like one of my favorite characters right now, and I, you know, I, I think this is like, I don't know, it's just something about her knowing Clark's secret and being Clark's sidekick. It, it just it, it's made the character even even better. She's not. She's she's more she's less antagonistic, you know. She's less like somebody else that Clark has to keep a secret from. Uh huh. Well, I mean, she looks beautiful in this season. Yeah, yeah. Her hair looks great. She looks uh-huh. great. But um, yeah, I just keep thinking, okay, she's because in the third episode, she's packing up, going to Metropolis, going to college, yeah. and I'm like, well, are we getting a lot of Chloe up front because we're not going to get a lot of Chloe later, or what's going to happen? I don't know. Uh. I mean, do you want a spoiler? No, don't okay. tell me. I, uh, okay. I want to find out. All right. Much. Let's get into some news. News? <laughs> I've got some news from b- between the seasons. Uh, some of it interesting, some of it depressing. Oh. Uh, the first thing is Smallville is now moved to Thursdays, um, and their show is now opening for Everwood. And the speculation for this move is because... We were getting our butts kicked by Lost. Uh, <laughs> oh. And even – you remember Lost had those recap episodes where it was just like, this is what's happened in the last three episodes or whatever. And, and yeah. it would just be like their hiatus week. Mm-hmm. Uh, even those are kicking our butt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's time to move Smallville. So we moved to Thursdays. Um, so uh, Angel is over. Angel is over, obviously, <laughs> as we'll get to it. Uh and okay, so uh, yeah, and then you know, Supernatural is moving in. I think Supernatural is now on Wednesdays. I forget. Uh, but my next bit of news is uh, the week that Hidden came out, our third episode this week, the remake of The Fog came out to theaters. Oh, and that stars Mr. Tom Welling and uh, Maggie Grace from Lost. So <laughs> it was a uniting of uh, the two actors. Uh, uh, John Schneider made TV Guide's hottest ads list. Uh, they had a quote. As he should. Yeah. <laughs> he had a, they had a quote in there from Annette O'Toole who says, Jonathan makes plaid sexy and he's quite useful in the hayloft. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Here's the depressing stuff. Um, oh, I thought, I thought you. Oh, okay. No, I the hottest ads never... list is not the depressing stuff. <laughs> no, I thought it was the. Uh, Lost was beating them in the ratings. No, no. Uh, Jeff Loeb, remember our uh, writer oh, Jeff Loeb? Yes, I know about this. Yeah, this is the time he lost his 17 year old son Sam after a three year battle with bone cancer. It was very sad. And Jeff uh, decided not to renew his contract with Smallville when uh, Sam's condition got worse. Worse. Um. He next pops up on season two of Lost. He writes a, a few episodes there. He writes, oh. and then, then he becomes involved with Heroes for the first three seasons of Heroes. Mm-hmm. 
when I was good. Uh, uh, and uh, So was he still writing comic books? Yeah. Or was yep. he just in TV? No, no. He's still writing comic books. Okay. And uh, now he's in charge of Marvel TV, and that's pretty much the history of his last 10 years. But yeah, no more Jeff Loeb episodes, unfortunately. This is lo- the loss of his son kind of took him away from Smallville. They really wanted him to come back, but you know, then he moved on to other things. So mm-hmm. nothing to do with Smallville or any drama there. I just, you know, time for a change, I guess. Well, he probably wanted to be home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I believe one of the episodes, there's a dedication to Sam at the end. Mm-hmm. Some like a real super boy or something like that. Mm. So very sad. And uh, with that, let's start talking about some Smallville. <laughs> hey, did we did we uh, introduce ourselves? Oh, did we? I don't think we did. I don't know. Maybe people don't know what they're listening to right now. We're you're listening to. We don't want to wait. I'm I'm and Robin and and I'm Stephanie, and we're watching Smallville, and we're on season five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Okay, there's maybe some people have stumbled basically in the door and just like looking around like like what what's going on here? Why are they telling me news about Lost and <laughs> about a 15-year-old show? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, you're on it you're you're now on a podcast where we binge watch shows and uh Smallville is our latest binge watch. And um, we've thought about breaking it up and just doing half uh-huh. since it's 10 seasons, uh-huh. but we're enjoying this so much that we don't want to stop. We don't want to. We, we don't, don't want to wait. We don't. Yeah. Well, we can rename the podcast. We don't want to stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, since uh, Nutty needs to hear about what's happening in these episodes because she doesn't watch them, but and she doesn't like uh, these episodes, we got to tell her all about it. So uh, <laughs> let's start with the season premiere, uh, Arrival, which was uh, we're we're now in the September of two thousand five. Written by uh, Slavkin and Swimmer, directed by Marshall. This is the one where aliens invade during the second worst day in Smallville history, and Clark discovers a new home away from home. This one won an Emmy for Best Sound Editing. So, mm. Yeah. Very good. So, um, you knew that the Fortress was coming. What did you think of Smallville's version of the Fortress? Um, I thought it was awesome, right? Um, and I, I, I really liked uh, that little touch of when Chloe wakes up in the snow mm-hmm. and looks and sees it. We don't see it; we just see the reflection in her eye. Oh yeah, gorgeous! It's yeah. such gorgeous stuff here. I mean, the 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 um growing I don't know how else to put it of the fortress from the from the earth um is gorgeous. The shots that they do all around the fortress, and then there's like this amazing overhead shot as Clark is walking into the fortress. Yeah, I just was like, "Wow, this is like a movie! It's amazing!" Yeah, it really was. It's so good <laughs> that um, some people actually thought that a lot of this was taken from Superman the movie, that it was recycled movie footage. Um, it's it's not. <laughs> I mean, you can tell this is this is definitely like mid two thousands CGI. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the best, but I think it looks great. It looks pretty. I did, yeah, <laughs> I have no complaints. And then we get the fortress set when Clark goes in, and mm-hmm. uh, the inside looks great too. They did a great job. Yep. Yeah. Um. So uh, a new journey is about to begin, and we hear the voice of Jorel saying, "Welcome home, my son." 
and uh, that's when um, we get the we we slam into the new credit reel. <gasps> the new credits. Yes. They look great. They're just so crisp. Well, which of the old ones were were really were pretty crisp and pretty too, but this is mm-hmm. just slick and yeah. And it's got you know new new versions of or you know updated uh, uh, versions of the each of the actors. Tom um, has stubble. Yeah, there's a wind machine going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Erica Durance is in there, uh, and oh. uh, and. <laughs> And uh, funny enough, uh, they re- they corrected it in the repeats and on the DVD. But when this episode first aired, they screwed up and they spelled Kristen's name wrong. <laughs> she oh is, no! She is Kristen with an I N. They they put it up there with an E N. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you're like co-star of one of the network's biggest shows and you get your name spelled wrong kind of insulting but uh, in season five in season five yeah exactly like (laughs) hello where's your template just copy and paste Mm -mm -mm. um but yeah those those shots that i was pointing out in season four that really stand out to me um because they they're in the credits uh they're they're definitely here there's lots of season four stuff but yeah it like pretty much opens with clark saving that kid and ends Mm -hmm. and right around when it ends it you see the him jumping onto the truck and then we see him flying into space so very cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah this is when we come back we see that chloe is there and the reflection and uh yeah um i just writing a lot while I was watching this. Like this is this is where we wanted Clark to end up. This is this is like holy cow if you've been watching Smallville for 4 years or like me binge watched it uh to catch up with season 6. Uh uh this is where Clark begins his training. Um and you know, in the movie, he throws the crystal, he goes into the fortress and he doesn't come out until he looks like Christopher Reeve. <laughs> like he's a different actor when he goes in there and he, and then all of a sudden when he flies out, it's smiling Christopher Reeve and he, he looks like he's aged about 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. So when he enters the fortress and he starts his training, it's like, Oh man. I mean, I don't think they're going to age him into a different actor, but maybe he's going to become more of a Superman. You know, maybe he's going to get the suit. What's going to happen here. But we do have a, uh, our wrench in the gears, and that is our our friend Chloe is freezing to death as Clark is um, standing in like this. I don't know; it's not like a chamber, but it's like a it's a giant hologram with all sorts of things swirling around him. There's actually um, this is where they actually use footage from Superman the movie. Um, really? Yeah. If you look closely at the stuff that's swirling around him, um, you can see uh, shots, including uh, an overhead shot of uh, the Kryptonian city. Uh, the red sun flaring, Kryptonians highlighted in red, they're fleeing destruction, the ship lifting off from Krypton, and uh, Kryptonians falling into the planet's core. Those are all uh, So did he there. absorb that? Will that come back later? Yeah, I, I, I assume, I mean, this is stuff he, he knows, you know, he knows oh. that his his planet uh, So this is not destroyed. a new revelation. Right, but it's like, okay. here's your training, this is where you come from, this is what happened. And, and, you know, that, and it's just like the beginning of it. So mm. that's probably what it is. And then it's interrupted by mm. Chloe. <laughs> um, so this episode contains several allusions to the first two Superman movies made by Richard Donner. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one is, of course, the fortress fortress's formation, and then uh, Jarrell being there to be to do the education. Um, and then, of course, we have the evil Kryptonians arriving on Earth. Uh, the Phantom Zone, although it's not actually called out by its name. You mm-hmm. pretty much know that that revolving square with the people's faces pressed against it <laughs> is Correct. the Phantom Zone. Um, and um, and then Clark's power is being drained by Jor-El. I mean, Su- Superman wanted to have a normal life with Lois, so he traded in his powers. Um, also, when the Kryptonians – I mean, we'll get to all that. But when they show up, they're looking at the um, the uniforms – and different things like that, and that's something that they did in Superman too. Zod and Ursa and Non. Um, Clark finds out about the destruction of Smallville through a newscast, and in Superman too, Clark finds out about um, the Kryptonians hitting Earth when he's a human, and he's looking at a newscast while he's sitting in a diner. Uh, right before he gets beaten up by a trucker, and I hate that scene, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, those are all the different like allusions that uh, they they took from the Superman movies for this episode. But so uh, the training uh, is interrupted by Chloe, and mm-hmm. you know we have a lot of like you know Clark is always screaming at Jarrell because <laughs> just like you know grandiose music and yeah. wind swirling about you know. <laughs> but um, Jarrell says that like his weakness is human emotion. And it's going to keep him from saving the world. Um, and I wrote, fear leads to anger. Anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so is Jarrell now, I mean, it's such a weird, is he a vi- the villain? Is he an attack? Like, yeah. is he, like, it's, you know, the, I can't, it's weird. Yeah, it's one of the weird things, weird changes uh, that they did from like the movies or from the comics, I, I don't know exactly if the comics did any sort anything similar, but it is weird to be like, "This is my son. He's here to save the earth. But if he doesn't save the earth, he's going to suffer greatly. I'm going to take people away from him. I'm going to uh, strip him of his power. You know, I'm going to punish him hard. You know, yeah. We, we, I love we, you, but if you don't do what I say, consequences will be grave. Yeah, <laughs> really, Father, I love you back. Uh, <laughs> Or else I will be. I will have people die around me. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's bad. It's really kind of hard to love you when you're threatening me with such <laughs> terrible consequences. But I don't know. It's just I love this whole scene. At, you know, after that, where where Chloe is laying in the snow and she's freezing, and mm-hmm. and Clark is just looking at looking like, holy crap! Like, how do I even like, explain this? this? <laughs> uh-huh. And she's like, it's okay. I know. You're I know. Super- you're super dude. Come yeah. on, save me. You got to run fast. Run yeah. fast, Clark. Faster than a speeding bullet. Uh, so, uh, so Chloe says, run, Barry, run. And uh, <laughs> Clark does. So we go back to Smallville and yes, aliens have landed. And the only thing that stands between aliens and uh, total destruction are these rando Smallville deputies um, who all get pretty much uh, uh, murdered and blown up. Um, this scene does. Yeah, get- those were Sorry? explosions, and yeah, those were pretty good explosions. You know, was, mm-hmm. um, I, I really feel Lana's um and fear, and then you know later on when she's in shock, you know, I, I, 
Kristen does a really good job mm-hmm. of selling the intensity and the uh, uh, yeah. severity of the situation. Yeah, I mean, holy crap, this meteor shower has just destroyed so much stuff, and aliens have landed. <laughs> yeah, and she has PTSD from the last time there was a... Uh, yeah. Because that's, that's one thing that you, you you feel in the finale of season four and this in this premiere is this whole town has PS, <laughs> P, PS, P, P, PTSD. PTSD. I was getting my... my uh, Letters mixed up, yeah. From, they're like, holy crap, this is happening again. It was terrible <laughs> the first time it happened. Um, I just will tease you that this shootout uh, between the deputies and the aliens uh, does get uh, uh, reflected on in a later episode, and I'll just say that, and uh, <laughs> we can keep going. Um, okay. Did you notice one of the aliens, who that person was? Oh, Leonard Roberts? Yeah, <laughs> Leonard Roberts. I was like... I was like, oh, crap, Forrest. Forrest it's for- has shown up for the college season. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined every college season every show. <laughs> yeah, he was also in Heroes and Major Crimes. Um, they don't say it, but he plays the, – the alien's name is uh, Namek. And uh, his partner is Aether or Aether. And that's played by Alana De, De La Garza, who is in lo- all sorts of like – Procedure, Law and Order, CSI Miami, Criminal Minds, uh, Forever. Mm. And Lana notices that she's got a similar looking she's tattoo. She's got another stra- uh, uh, tramp stamp. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this one has a Z shape. Hmm. Um, these are the disciples of Zod, these two. And, um, and they're here to uh, find... Kal-El and they go to the they go to the caves. Yeah, they they say that Lana is irrelevant. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, I thought she was the chosen one. She's the chosen one. I thought you were the chosen one. Um well she was the chosen one for the witch, apparently, but uh, you know. Hashtag not all tramp stamps. Um <laughs> <laughs> So you're worried about the caves not happening again, but uh, we find Lex. It looks like that inner chamber has been opened, and it, the door was left open because Lex is in that inner chamber, and he's looking at the what, what like a lot of the wikis call the altar. This is the altar, although there isn't really any praising. There's just uh, is it the know. table? Are we talking about the table? Yeah, that table. Okay. And he finds the key as well, um, and that's when the disciples show up and. Uh, Lex is like, are you cops? He's like, thinks they're cops. Yeah. Like, what are you talking Officers. about, man? Uh, they're cops that are wearing strange outfits and they have weird yellow contacts in. Um, yeah, this is the season of weird contacts. <laughs> uh, and uh, Lex is bleeding and they said kal would, would not bleed. Uh-huh. And so they, they take off and um, are you counting change over there? <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is playing with the um, the cords hanging down from the blinds. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, that's fine. Down. I just wanted to keep our listeners up to date of what's going on in the background. But it's, I mean, it's yeah, not the, like it's loud. All the loud. weird noises. Yeah. <laughs> um, the slurping you'll hear from me is coffee, by the way, folks. Um, actually, speaking of... Now we now we go to Lana who is limping and dragging a leg down the street. And if you notice, she's doing this in heels. 
<laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, wow. I mean, if you're in that much pain, I'd probably take those shoes off. But uh, uh-huh. um, and that's when Lex comes upon her, and she's like, oh, she's like freaking out about these guys, people that came out of a spaceship. There's a spaceship. There's aliens, and Lex is very much like, listen, uh, you know, you've you're been through a lot, things. <laughs> but. Of course, you know, we know Lex by now. This is his way of being like, all right, if I can convince her that she's seeing things and then I go back to the site and keep that thing for myself, you know, I won't have to explain it to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and uh, yeah, it does appear Lex's, Lex's, they're, they're ton- tuning up uh, Lex's uh, villainy here a bit. I mean... Again, that theory that in Onyx, when they split and then reformed, that the evil Lex t- took over his personality uh, seems a lot. Because, like, if you notice, like, she collapses on the f- ground, like, hard. And huh. Lex just kind of stands there. <laughs> and he doesn't, like, rush to her like he would use, usually do. Like, you, I don't know. That just seemed very, like, cold to me. Uh, speaking of cold, we're at the Yukon in the hospital uh, with Clark and Chloe. And yeah, this is like the conversation that we've been wanting to have happen. You know, like Clark and Chloe, Chloe, Chloe admitting that she knows that he's special. And oh. sorry, I'm, I'm moving the cat. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, and Chloe's like, "Oh, Clark, you know, you're just you're Smallville's own savior." What did she say? Anyway, yeah. I, I, she's just like, "You're an amazing person. You you save people you in just, trouble and don't take credit for it. You're not a hero. Yeah. You're a superhero." Yeah, and because what was she assumed that he was a meteor freak? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't born like, near Smallville. I actually wasn't born anywhere near this galaxy. <laughs> yeah, so it's like she's. This is blowing her mind because she's so used to. The meteor rocks cause uh-huh. these things. No, I'm the cause of the meteor rocks. I'm yeah. the cause of this of all of this. Right. And I don't know. It's just like starting here. There is just this great. And I was talking about Alice Mac, like just being awesome in the season. And there, there's just something that's inherently better about the Clark and Chloe relationship here. That I don't know. It's just this, you know. This bond is now established. They finally got it right. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, I wrote in capital letters, this is how you do it, Alicity fans. Uh, (laughs) Because the problem, you know, with Arrow is that Felicity found out about Arrow and then all of a sudden they got into a relationship and uh, just drama constantly. Yeah, she's more of a girlfriend than a partner. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always, like, some sort of, like... uh, feelings involved or you, you know there's 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 extra drama because like are they together are they not together yada 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 i feel like with clark and chloe they got that out of the way i mean there's still like a tinge of jealousy uh from chloe but it's not as bad as it was before yeah well and it's it's not she's not really jealous right she's just kind of she loves him and yeah and and what morgan pointed out to me that Lois gets the life that Chloe wanted. Mm. Chloe wanted to be the journalist and work for the Daily Planet. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Chloe may end up working with them. I don't know. But, yeah. you know, Lois gets to be the person that gets to have the life that Chloe wanted. Oh, my God. Like, and if they merge together, it would make so much sense. 
If Chloe was Lois. This entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So uh, we're at the mansion. Lana has a leg brace now. I guess they, I guess Lex like patched her up, put a leg brace on her and left her on the couch in the landing there in his mansion. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. she's there because she now can look over and see that uh, uh, Lionel is carving um, a Kryptonian symbol into the floor. Which I thought was his like nails at first, but I think he was like using a, a yeah, he's using a corkscrew. Corkscrew, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, Morgan was saying that there. I don't know if this was in literature, in history, or something, but some crazy person was like digging in the dirt with their fingernails. Any it's more? A, a any more in details than that? <laughs> no, I don't know. Some well, allusion to something uh, in was... history or literature or something. <laughs> Lionel is, or maybe comics. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Lionel is – you'll probably post in the Facebook group later yeah, today. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> um, Lionel is actually being helpful here. Um, he's talking very uh, eloquently and he says – he's telling them – telling Lana that their home is their only po- poison. And Lana's reaction to this is like, okay – where are these motherfuckers? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm going to take these assholes down, <laughs> which is funny. Um, and so we see the Kent house has been like practically destroyed. Um, Martha's hurt. Jonathan, like I was choking up. Jonathan is like in tears when he finally oh, yeah. gets to He's Martha. Frantically looking for her. Uh huh. And uh, Lois helps them get to the hospital and that's when the uh, Kryptonians show up and uh, they start lifting up. They lift up Jonathan by the throat. They lift up Lois by the throat. And then uh, Lana shows up to save the day. Um, and yeah, she wants to – she basically is like, okay, so this meteor rock uh, hurts them. I need to lure them to Lex's vault, which is full of it. And um, much like its owner. Um and so she lures them to the mansion and uh yeah, it's too bad Clark can't move that quick when he's faced with a whole bunch of meteor rock or kryptonite because these guys are like, Oh, this hurts and let's plug up this this doorway with the, the vault door and you know, and then Lana gets tossed across the room and hits a cabinet like super hard. Yeah. When when Clark was in that same exact spot, it debilitated him and he was out of commission and and chloe had to uh drag him by the arm out of yeah. there yeah he just and, yeah. collapses where namek and aether are just like oh ouch stop it stop the pain <laughs> yeah and then lana is conven- conveniently knocked out uh-huh. she's she's knocked out so she doesn't see what happens in, in the rest of the scene yeah, which is Clark showing up. They, they of course, they're like, "Join us, Kalel," and uh, and when he refuses, that's when they try to put him in the Phantom Zone, which he nearly gets into, but uh, he turns the tables on them and uh, throws them in the Phantom Zone, and we have the classic uh, smushed against the window, <laughs> revolving tile uh, <laughs> goes out the window. Goes out the window. And then, yeah, there's the the deal that Jarrell made. It was like when the sun sets, you know. Oh yeah, you're gonna yeah you're because gonna... yeah because Clark was gonna go back mm-hmm. and finish and do what Jarrell said to do and finish his his lessons, but he had to choose between go like he could have super sped mm-hmm. and got there before the sun 
set completely. Yeah. But he decided to help Lana. He couldn't. He couldn't turn his back on Lana. He had to help her. Yeah, or Smallville. Like I mean, the the whole. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Was Jor-El expecting that? Where he's just going to let two Kryptonians like you know rule the Earth while Clark is training, and hopefully they won't disturb the fortress <laughs> or. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was thinking, oh, he'll take care of the Kryptonians and then come back and not check on anybody else because human emotion is what's going to bring him down, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, it, we get this great shot, though. Um, the stained glass window breaks. Clark and Lana are in front of it, and there's and you see behind them the sun setting. It's, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. And then when the sun and sets... And then you see Clark's finger bleed. Yeah. Oh. So what were you thinking here? Were you like... I don't know. <laughs> I, I love the fact that I picked these three episodes to start with because it is the mortal uh, arc. You know, this is Clark. Uh-huh. This, I mean, Clark's lost his powers before, but like not this to is, this extent. This is yeah. This is huge. Um. So we go back to the Kent farm. We're kind of mourning how the house looks, but Jonathan. Uh, it's just great. Jonathan's just, like, oh, that's okay. We've got a one-man construction crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one thing. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm mortal now. <laughs> um, but I love Jonathan just saying, listen, it's just wood and plaster. Our family is still standing, and that's all that counts, which is just like, yes, this is – I love Smallville. Uh, <laughs> and then Shelby comes out of nowhere. Like, Shelby, where have you been, man? <laughs> like, you could have helped with Jason. Like, did, like J- he was he, – uh, Shelby was there when um, – Jason stopped them in the truck and said, I'm having a bad day. Um, and then yeah, I think the gunshot scared Shelby and he went and he had to. So Clark actually is happy. His ability is on. Oh yeah. This is the sixth time that Clark has lost his powers. Um, he was, they were stolen from by Eric Summers and Leach in Perry because of the solar flare stuff uh, in asylum. It was taken by uh uh, Eric Summers again in Transference when he was switched into Lionel's body and in Spell when uh, the witches took his powers away from him. So this is actually the sixth time that Clark, it, but it seems like he's never lost his powers before because it's so, it's so different. Like mm-hmm. they're not back by the end of the episode. <laughs> they're not mm-hmm. back in the next episode. Um, and, um, you know, he's like, listen, it's great. I don't have my powers anymore. I can finally, be with Lana. I could finally be a normal guy. I I forgot that Chloe is in the Yukon at a hospital. I should have taken <laughs> care of that first. But luckily, <laughs> Lex is there. And I love when Lex comes in and Chloe's like, Clark? Like waking up and he's like, now how could Clark possibly be here? We're in the middle of the Yukon. How did Lex find her? I don't know. I mean, he's got... He, I'm, I'm assuming he checked with his experts in Metropolis. Maybe he's got some Canadian... Uh, professionals I have no idea <laughs> But luckily Chloe can get a ride home from uh, Lex Because you know I guess she doesn't have to worry about passports or anything Um. So yeah Clark actually visits Lana in the hospital You know whatever about Chloe And uh, <coughs> Lana finds out uh, That her boy, her ex-boyfriend is, is dead <laughs> oh. By the newspaper <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, but Lex writes her a note says you uh, what is it you're welcome yeah. or you can thank me uh, yeah in, yeah because he got rid of Genevieve's words, body yeah but Lex took care of the problem it was like 
is Jason's body still in the wreckage of the Kent farm or did Lex somehow get that body out of there too? I, I imagine no that Lex got the body and took care of it all. <laughs> and this is where uh, your heart might have squeed a little bit. Uh, oh, Jesus. The three yes. words. The three okay. words. Okay. Well, first, is this where he brings the irises and Lois thinks they're for her, sort of? But I think she was just kidding. And she's got laryngitis because she was given a neck massage by <laughs> something. Anyway. I forgot. So, and so Lois is like, yeah, he's in that room down the hall. And he goes in there and he says, you know, uh, we had this conversation and you said three little words. And you think that the, just like in... Oh, what was the the episode where you think they're going to just walk away? He's going to let her walk mm-hmm. away, and she's just going to walk No, they, they stay. It's the and, end of blank, yeah. Yeah, blank. <clears throat> so in this one, you think that she they're – because he gives her an out. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, it was – because she says, you know, people say things they don't – or something like that. You think that yeah, they're going to – Crisis, gonna, yeah. Yeah, but no, he – she said, yeah, I meant everything I said. And he sits down on the bed and then they kiss. Oh, my God. <laughs> no more secrets and lies, he says. No more secrets. No more lies. Yeah. And uh, she asks if he believes in life on other planets. And he's like, yep, I do. <laughs> As a matter of fact. And then we go to a warehouse. It's called Warehouse 15. I don't think it's specifically noted in the show, but they, it's Warehouse 15 of Luther Corp. And Lex is checking on the progress of uh, the the ship and the ship's stolen. And then all of a sudden, um, after everybody leaves, a black ooze drips out of the ship. And then out of the ooze comes James frickin' Marsters. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were spoiled by the credits. Yeah. And I specifically right. told you not to look at them. Well, it was like I was holding my arm up, <laughs> holding my arm up, and my arm got tired. <laughs> And I didn't know when to lift my arm back up, and uh, yeah, and oh my gosh, that song! That I like instantly knew that was Depeche Mode. Oh yeah, that is definitely (laughs) on my playlist. Best needle drop, Depeche Mode's "Precious." Um, so do you know who James Marsters is playing? No. Hmm. Okay. Because you know we assumed this was Zod, Mm. but it is not Zod, Mm. unless he is Zod. Mm. But I, I don't know. No, I, I have no. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Well, that's that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's just huge. I can't like skip any of it. I'm like, yeah, and this happens. Yada yada. You know, it's more like, oh my god, this amazing thing happened, and this amazing thing happened. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see James. You know, I love to see James Monsters do uh, something different than Spike because mm-hmm. they're <laughs> so used to Spike, and you know, for so many years, so. Uh-huh. And it's so – I'm watching him on runways right now and he's like – you know, he's he's playing an older man and he's got the American accent, uh, you know. His American accent sounds so phony. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Alexis Denisov. It's like, yeah. what happened to your voice? Um, and it's funny because, you know, I teased about this. It happens at the end of the episode and then he doesn't come back in these next two episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, where the hell did he go? I was just going to say, we'll be talking about him next time. <laughs> uh, all right. So the next episode is Mortal. This is the one where Clark gets used to being a real. Oh, never mind. It's the one where Clark and Lana have sex. Uh, they bone <sighs> it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be still my heart. Uh, 
Right. Oh. They were so happy. They were <laughs> yes. like frolicking in the grass and oh. stuff. <laughs> the, yeah, we got an old fashioned barn raising, like community pulling together. I love it. And uh, and Lana and Clark are so happy together. And uh, yeah, Clark learns one of the first lessons about being mortal, which is, you know, careful don't, when you use a hammer. <laughs> don't mash your thumb, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, when they glanced, you know, Clark's like talking to Chloe. And then we kind of glance over and we see uh, Lana um, with a nail gun working on a workbench. And she's got that little little shirt on. I was like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> that, that was hot. That I mean, hot. get it. Yeah. If, <laughs> I mean, if you can gaze at Tom Welling, I, I can. You know, every once in a while, uh, be what's. Uh, uh, you know, I can be gross about uh, ladies, but not that gross. I promise. Um, <laughs> although next week I'm going to be doing a lot of gazing. I'm just going to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, Lex is uh, looking to rebuild his relationship with Clark. Uh, and, but Lana has no interest in talking to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I forgot to mention we have a scene in Belle Reve to open up, and look who's in the straitjacket now. <laughs> uh, Lionel, Lionel. Is, yeah, Lionel's locked up. But uh, yeah, Lex is visiting him, and then when he leaves, he bumps into uh, three prisoners being brought through. Um, it's, uh, uh, Lemonhead and the Kitchen Brothers, otherwise known as, uh, <laughs> uh, oh gosh, I didn't even write the actual character's name down. I kept on writing Lemonhead. Johnson. Um. Oh, it's Kenny Johnson, the actor, yeah. Kenny Johnson, yeah. He, From uh, The Shield. The Shield. That's why I keep calling him Lemonhead, because that's the character he played in there. And he was also in Bates Motel. He was, he was good in that. Uh, and the twins are played by Brad and Todd Mann. And yeah, they're most known to me as the Kitchen Brothers from Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, they look very different without their very. long coats and beards. <laughs> um, so it's funny cause I couldn't remember how this episode went. So he bumps into these guys and then he walks around the corner and then immediately, uh, uh, Lemonhead <laughs> breaks out of his cuffs, draws electricity from the, the light or something like that and starts zapping everybody. And I'm like, did Lex not hear all that commotion? Like, did we get, why didn't we get any sort of reaction shot from that? Well, we find out at the end of the episode, this was Lex freeing these guys to test Clark, which is a great switcheroo that happens at the end of the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, 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 I really, I liked this. I liked that they had to have energy. They, they, they didn't produce the energy. They had to have mm-hmm. an energy coming from another source. Yeah. They just kind of uh, manipulated it. Mm-hmm. And I love when they bust out of Bell Rave. They're at the front door of the, or like, I think the wall exploded or something, and they're standing out outside. And the twins are like, "Where to next?" And and Lemonhead's like, "Smallville." <laughs> and then the theme song kicks in. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, where all, else would you go? Of, of course. course. <laughs> yeah. But it's really because, you know, they, I, I think they were given a mission, you know, he doesn't exactly mm-hmm. explain it, but I mean, he could be, he could have been told through somebody Lex paid, like Clark Kent is the reason that everybody's in here and he's, you know, he really needs to be taken down if we're going to, you know, live a sweet criminal life or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that um, when Lana and Clark are frolicking. Lana, yes, uh, Clark picks up that meteor rock. 
yeah, he can pick up kryptonite. It's okay. It doesn't yep. bother him. And, oh, yeah, how they're uh, rebuilding the barns and rebuilding Smallville is uh, Lex got FEMA to release the, the emergency funds. Yep, yep. He's <laughs> <laughs> got all kinds of pull. Thank goodness, because you know how FEMA is. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it's great because, you know, it didn't really hit me until he picks up the meteor rock and, like, you know, handles it easily. Uh, that you know, in all these things rec- are different. Yeah, all the all the times that he's lost his powers, he's just lost his powers. But like, it's here that we see. No, no, no. He's, he's a human. Boy. He's human. Yeah. yeah. Like, if he was Kryptonian without powers, I would think that the the Kryptonite would hurt him still. But mm-hmm. he's human. So. so what I want to know is, <laughs> this is what I want to know. Uh-huh. So while he is a human. He and Lana can have normal human relations. Mm-hmm. So when he gets his powers back, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going to happen? I think Kevin Smith once said a kryptonite condom is usually what ha- helps, but uh, I don't think they touch on that. <laughs> okay. Although, no, I'll, you know, it's worth saving. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't want to say anything else. But yeah, there's something that's coming in. Like a couple seasons that, uh, no pun intended. Uh, so, um, Martha sent them back for some nails, and, uh, they're like, ah, nails. Like, we can, like, nail each other in the loft here. <laughs> and we're like, hey, nobody's here. They're waiting for us. We can be normal teenagers. And I'm like, where is our PSA for safe sex for this episode, huh? <laughs> we need, we need, uh, we need Chloe to pop on and say, if you are. But I think this is more like, you know, these guys, they're adults now. I mean, they're 18, they're adults, and that's something that Al Goff and Miles Millar were talking about. Like, yes, getting out of high school is one thing that's great, but also it's like now we don't have to worry about, like, they're not they're not teenagers anymore. They're adults now, you know. By, not, by we law. don't have to worry about getting angry letters from parents. Yeah. Even though just a few years later in Riverdale <laughs> – Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, um, and Clark and Lana are having this really sweet moment, and I and he says, "You're the only one I've ever truly loved." And I wrote down it as an addendum that is alive <laughs> because Kyla and Alicia are both dead. Uh, <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> Come on, you know he had some definite feelings for Alicia at least. I mean, Kyla was a quick one episode thing, but okay, Alicia. I think that he realizes now that it was only because she could understand. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't the love that he has for Lana, right? Um, it was different. It was just because they could relate. Uh, because he needed acceptance. For just being a freak yeah. and being different, and that's what uh, Alicia gave him. And that was the closest Lana, to her, yeah. Be- when his mind was, when his memories were blank, when he saw <laughs> Lana, he f- he loved her no matter what. Right. So yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's just it's just funny. I'm like, I bought it. I bought yeah, it. I feel I, like I, I'm down with it. Like forget and about he, those and, two. <laughs> And he said, uh, you know, oh, it's my first time. And she's because he's assuming, just like everybody else in the world was assuming, <laughs> that her and Jason 
had, but mm-hmm. she admitted that they didn't. So now, what Jensen said it was a very unexciting relationship because they didn't even know about her her back tattoo until uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got to Smallville. Oh, I know why I didn't remember uh, Lemonhead's character's name. It's because the character's name is Tommy Lee. <laughs> and I, I think I'd rather uh, just call him Lemonhead because calling him Tommy Lee is kind of... Yeah. Know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they show up to the barn. They uh, And uh, yeah, they're, they're, they bring them into the farmhouse and... Uh, um, Oh yeah, Clark's got a shirt inside out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jonathan had his shirt and Martha off, show up. And she, was, she had climbed on top of him, mm-hmm. and they heard somebody come in, and they were like, "Oh, mom and dad, we're just uh, uh, uh." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for the nails up here in my room where they would not be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I, I was like, "Wow, th- this must be like at least a few weeks later," because the house is looking better. It's not. Definitely back to normal again, but it's much better than it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in between these episodes, they get a lot done yeah. in the house. Yeah, they really do. I think in the next episode, it's just it's, finished. It's completely, yeah, completely finished. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, Lex finds Chloe in the caves and is asking her about what happened. And um, she's just like, I'm not telling you shit unless you start telling me some stuff. And, uh, you know, neither of them are budging. So, um, so we find out from the escapees that there's this level three in Luther Corp that, uh, that they're trying to get to. We have been talking about since season one. Uh, well, there was a level 33.1 level three. Uh, Oh wait, level three. I think they were talking about in jitters, right? Right. Right. Your favorite episode. Um, That there's kryptonite injections or meteor rock injections uh, to amp the meteor freaks up. And now they're super addicted to it. Um, And yeah, that's when the parents come in and uh, (laughs) Lemonhead's like, quiet down, old man. And Jonathan's like, listen, fella, I don't don't know who you think you're talking to and immediately gets zapped. But I just love that Jonathan's like, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, Clark has to go get the kryptonite injections and enlists his, uh, the help of his, uh, sidekick and her trunk full of, uh, gadgets and flash grenades. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hmm, wonder why they put, they, uh, you know, why that is contained in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One flashbang grenade. Nothing, nothing we're going to come back to later. Not a Chekhov's gun or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I just wrote down who better to break into Luther Corp with with than uh, I mean I love how they have this bullet b- bullshit scene about like oh well Chloe we gotta we gotta figure out how to do this and she's like okay give me a second I'm figuring this out and I'm like Chloe don't you just like like touch a gate and it opens and you walk right in <laughs> Luther Corp security and I love that Clark also he comes up with this elaborate plan he's like okay so we'll bust in here and we'll loop the security cam footage and Chloe's just like. Just completely schools him, and she's like, "Listen, let me do my thing. You do your thing." <laughs> Although I miss yeah, the fact like, that you don't have your thing, but yeah, she's like, "So without your powers, you're completely useless." <laughs> yeah, why don't I just go take care of this myself? Basically, uh, I do not like it when Lemonhead has his hands on Martha when the sheriff shows up, and he's got her. He's got his hands around her mm-hmm. mouth, and oh, he's gross. And the sheriff is just about to leave, and she's like, "Wait a minute." Is that coffee I smell? <laughs> <laughs> we got three escape felons, but <sighs> coffee. 
That kind Time of for a coffee break. Yeah. Well, I just figure it's because she knows something's up. Yeah. She's yeah. just stalling. Yeah. Then we have Super Spy Clark crawling through the ventilation shafts. Come out to the coast. We'll have a, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Uh, John McClane, uh, Clark Kent, with the earpiece on and everything. <laughs> and I love this conversation. It's so funny. And when when he make, lets it slip that Pete knew that it was a secret. Oh yeah, Pete got to see your spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And I then, mean, well, I mean, it's natural. You know, mm-hmm. she should be mad. You yeah. trusted Pete over me, what? really? Yeah. And then Clark falls through the vent, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm not used to feeling worried about his well being." But he's like mm-hmm. hanging there, and unfortunately, when we come back to him, he's just helped, got himself back up again. But I guess we just assume that he's got that good upper body strength still without mm-hmm. his powers. Uh, <laughs> well, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. I, I'm. I would, but you're doing enough for me. Um, <laughs> uh, the sheriff knows the cigarettes. Lana says those are my palmals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lana's a palmal kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then when she leaves for backup, uh, uh, Lemonhead blasts her, and but Lana like knocks one of the twins down, then nails the other twin's hand to the wall. <laughs> mm. And the yeah, the twins the twins are cool because they finish each other's sentences. It's yeah. almost like they're one and then when one gets <laughs> hurt, the other one feels it. I, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. They're I like they're like um like Tim- on Hush, uh-huh. those minions. That's what they remind me of. Oh right, right. To me, they remind me of Tomax and Zaymot from the G.I. Joe cartoons, but I don't expect you to be familiar with those. No, I don't know what that means, but I think it's a – I think that that's a reference to Frankenstein uh, – uh, Dracula? Mm. What's uh, – what is uh, – what's the uh, minion? What's the what's the guy on Frankenstein? Uh, uh, Rasha Ghoul, no. Uh. Dra- uh, Dracula. Anyway. Somebody is screaming at their iPhone right now. I'm sorry. I can't remember. The one that Xander was supposed to be like in Buffy versus Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> the one that eats bugs. Yeah. He he's just one person. He finished his own sentences. I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew who Tomax and Zaymont were, you would be like, Yes, exactly. So But I love that Lemonhead's like the whole finishing each other's sentences thing is really irritating me. <laughs> and um Renfield. Tom Waits. That that's it. Yes, Tom Waits. <laughs> that in the <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, the Francis Ford Coppola one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So yeah, they Clark and Chloe find the serum. They can't get into the room because they don't have a thumbprint. And then Chloe realizes she's got one on the flashlight, and we don't really see mm-hmm. how she's able to get that thumbprint onto the scanner, but it works anyway. Did she do? Did she do it with tape? Oh, she does? I, 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 must, have, I must have been typing. See, or it might have been in my imagination. Or something. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a junior detective thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, strangely enough, when this, uh, this thumbprint opens the vault, it doesn't deactivate these laser beams. <laughs> and there's laser beams there. So And they zap, they zap Clark. They burn him. Yeah. So, um... Meanwhile, okay, so Clark goes back to the farm and um, he fights them with a sledgehammer and surprises them with a, a flash grenade. And uh, 
Yeah, they go through all that. Yeah. They get to the serum and they can't get it because of the right. laser beams. So he has to put the grenade in the suitcase. Right. And we don't really know why that is until the end, but I just love I wrote down um I think it was like there's like a, a bit of Lana like fighting off the twins or Whatever, and he's and I just wrote down. Don't worry, Mrs. Kent. I'll drive a pitchfork into one of these fools if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we find out that it was a setup, and then I'm like, oh, that's why they broke out of the cuffs. That's why Lex didn't react. That's why why Lex th- was there in the first place. Yeah, and yeah. this is great. You want to test me? You want to see what I'm made of? You do it yourself, you coward. Oh my oh, god. god, that was so. <laughs> I love that scene. Lex, and, and he's punching other, Lex. Punching ah. And Lex punches him back in the bloody lip. And it's just like, see? See? F off. <laughs> Are you satisfied? Oh, it's great. And so, but but also, also, it's so sad to see our best friends yeah. fighting like this. Punching each other. Not mm-hmm. trusting each other. Oh, it's, it's really... It, it, that's the the best scenes are when you have these two conflicting emotions while you're watching. Yeah, that's he, that's what pissed. that's the drama. He's so pissed. I've never seen Clerk so angry. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Nothing else happens. No, it no. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so with Clark's bleeding lip, he goes to Lana's apartment. Coldplay starts playing. <laughs> and there's a rug in front of the fireplace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he says, uh, he thought his life would be different and easier without powers. Lana's like taking care of his wounds and the credits roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they get down, they get and, down. And the whole time I'm thinking about Lex, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, so is Clark, but I'm bumped. <laughs> I know I've seen the pictures. <laughs> Oh, I've seen the, I've seen the fan art. No, thank I've you. Read, I've read the I've read the slash big. Yeah, no, I have to do it. <laughs> I, I want to see the slash big. Um, <laughs> but the whole time I'm like, they're setting up a a. a we have the very beginnings of a triangle. Mm. I feel like I feel like there's a triangle coming. Yeah, Lana and Lex have been uh, close. We know Lex is definitely very much all about the well-being of Lana. As much mm-hmm. as like a lot of his other concerns seem to conflict with that, and end up he ends up screwing Lana over several times. But um, yeah, Clark and Lana, were, and uh, yeah, you were you were pretty excited, huh? You were pretty yes, I was. About this. I was very happy. Your Lana heart soared, like I like I teased. Satisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the best needle drop of the episode is right there. Cold plays song "A Message." So that'll be on my playlist. Shall we move on to Hidden? Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the one where Cl- the one where Clark leaps on that missile. That's what I wrote. Because <laughs> holy cow, epic! So Gabriel Duncan, the guy who's going to put Van McNulty to shame, because he's like he doesn't want to go pick off certain meteor freaks. He's just like I'm going to drop a freaking nu- missile. We're gonna, yeah, we're going <laughs> to level the whole town. I'm going to nuke Smallville. <laughs> Uh, and we do. We start off with like a with a violence I immediately. 
I was like, is this a submarine? Are we on? Is this the hunt for Red October? Is this, is this the Crimson Tide? No, Where no, no. We? We, we've all seen war games. This is the place with the two keys, and you got to have another person to turn it at the same time in order to set the missiles off. This is the place. This is a, one of those missile silos. And apparently, Smallville's got a bunch of them in the, in the back fields. <laughs> uh, Smallville is strategically located. <laughs> why, why don't they set those missiles off when meteors started heading towards the town? I'm sure. Right. <laughs> what sort good of, are those missiles? <laughs> And, you know, some of those silos are empty. There's no reason for those silos to be there, I guess, to unless, to, you know, you have somebody who's trying to figure out which silo's got the, the bad guy in it. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, Gabriel Duncan here, played by Johnny Lewis, who was uh, most notably half-sack in the show Sons of Anarchy. And I won't mm-hmm. explain to you why he was called half-sack. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, this dude is, like, serious. He just he murders both these guards after they turn the keys. And uh, and he gets on the phone and he calls Chloe. <laughs> and you're like, oh, we're at Smallville again. <laughs> and Chloe's packing up for Met You. And he's like, oh, Chloe, how many hours did I spend at the torch? <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, none that I saw, buddy. <laughs> I know. I was like, apparently he worked at the torch. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. We go to the Ken farm in the morning after. Well, not the morning after because the, they they they. They were in Lana's apartment in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, I, I have a feeling there were many, many, many mornings after mm-hmm. uh, in between that and here. but Or, or several, take, at least. Or All you got to say there is... There were more mornings after. Take in that afterglow. I mean, that's that's some Klana <laughs> afterglow right there. They're both like... <sighs> and, uh, you know, apparently... Uh, Clark snuck Lana in and was like, listen, we're just going to hang out in my room for a while and not do anything and then did something and then fell asleep. And it's just a goofy scene after because I love when they get out of bed and Clark's stubbing his toe and Lana's like joking around. She's so happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, like oh, I'm going to go out and introduce myself to your parents or, you know, say hi we're to We're going to go have breakfast. We're going to go have breakfast. Says, yeah. We won't fall like, asleep, what? Clark, I promise. <laughs> And then <clears throat> they sneak down, and oh crap! Both parents <laughs> standing there, mouths open. <laughs> and Lana immediately is like, "Hey, listen, you know this is my fault too. You know I'm, I'm just as much responsible. So if you want to, you want to be upset with Clark, you got to be upset with me too." And he's like, "Jonathan's like, I want to speak to my son alone." <laughs> oh yeah, Jonathan was mad, and Martha mm-hmm. didn't know what to say. Uh, uh, you're both entering new territory. Uh, <laughs> Were you safe? Oh God! And Jonathan's and I, like when she said that. Jonathan, the looks on Jonathan and Clark's both of their faces were like, "What?" I have some trivia for you right right there. I'll just pause you. Okay. Originally, the script called for Jonathan and his first reaction to be, "Were you safe?" But Schneider was like, "No." He refused to film it. He was like, this is not Jonathan Kent. He would not re- – that would not be his first reaction. And if you start writing characters – you know, my character like this, you know, people are going to start switching the channel or write any of the characters like this. People are just going to switch the channel because they're not going to, like, recognize these people anymore. So they – Why was that? Why did he say that? Because he doesn't think that Jonathan would just be like, – his first concern would be, like, were you safe? His first concern is, like, what the F <laughs> – you sit down. That's Jonathan's first reaction. Not under my roof, you know. Um, 
so yeah, they compromised. They had Martha say the line and they wrote Jonathan to be a little more angrier because that's what Schneider thought that Jonathan would be like. I think it works. Mm. I think it's I think it's funny, you know. I love when I love when uh Chloe shows up and Clark tries to get up to, to greet her and Jonathan shoves him right back down <laughs> on the stool. <laughs> and Chloe realizes that she's she's read the room. Yeah. She Lana just booked out of here for some reason and <laughs> uh but I just love that scene so much. Um, I do too. It could have been terrible. Yeah, it, it, it could have been Clark uh could have been Jonathan worrying about safe sex and not like pissed that his son is having sex with a girl up in his room, even though they're both eighteen, still. Yeah, and Jonathan says, um, "There's a lot of conversations that I never had with you because I didn't think I had to, you know, because I thought you were smarter than this, Clark." Yep. Guess what? You might have wanted to have those conversations, or it doesn't matter what those conversations would have been because, I mean, look at Lana. I mean. <laughs> She's yeah, they're, they're they're finally together. They're finally That's together. That's what this whole series has been about. Yes, I mean Martha is like new territory where you safe, but she's not like Lana Lang. Her, yeah, <laughs> and like, Jonathan's just like, what the f are you guys boning in my house for? Get out of here. Um. So yeah, Chloe is like, hey, I know things are going bad, but this guy just said he was going to send a missile to the town. So. <laughs> In like fifty three minutes. Fifty three, yeah. There's like this whole time, this whole uh, timer that's set up for this episode that it's going to happen in like an hour. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode because I have some. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the hour, though. I'll just say that. Um, Lex was very concerned about Lana, so he broke into her apartment and started going through her things, <laughs> and uh, and is looking at the drawing of the sh- spaceship and the Kryptonians. And he's like, did you tell anybody about this spaceship? Like, uh, maybe Clark, for instance. (laughs) Well, but first, let's back up. I, I, you know, just at the end of the last episode, when I said that I was thinking about Lex, I was like, there's got to be a way that Lex knows that Lana and Clark were together. Yeah. And so the only, the best way to do that is to have Lex looking for her early in the morning and be waiting at her in her apartment when she comes home. Wearing Clark's shirt. (laughs) Yeah, so he knows Yeah Where she was And he's like, I promise I don't think you're crazy anymore You just tell me, and she's like, get out, basically And so, yeah, Jonathan Because, you know This is Clark Kent, my mortal son I'm not going to send him off after some sort of missile crisis I'm going to take care of things So he finds Sheriff Adams And uh, who's Now there's like military people all around and it, she's like, "Oh no, it's just a, it's just a drill." Uh, and then, uh, it, but we find out that they're trying to find out which silo Gabriel is, and um, it turns out that uh, Smallville has been having some missile silos from the Cold War that were there, and uh, and he's somehow figured out not only how to get in one of these silos, but uh, how to bounce some sort of signal so it could be he could be at any silo. So he's a very yeah, because he's a computer dude. genius. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, d- is it that he was already at Met You learning computers? I like he's don't, maybe older. I don't think so. It seemed like Chloe is like, oh yeah, you're at the tor- you're at the torch all the time working on our computers. I'm like no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't catch the f- if it was implied that um, he was older. I always thought they were the same age. Okay. 
But uh, yeah, it turns out uh, his his father was a colonel. He was a lighthouse keeper for them, and um, and yeah, Chloe and Clark break into the house and they find like a gigantic, uh, like a room of weird, <laughs> a wall of weird times a hundred, and uh, a dead body. The father, and um, they figure out a way to lure Gabriel out. Gabriel was concerned about Chloe, so. They have Chloe call him and say, uh, I'm broken down. I can't get out of town. Can you please help me? I'm, I'm trying to get out of town. I'm listening to your instructions, yada, yada. So he drives out there and he's like, he's like, let me help you out of there. And Clark from across the road, he just steps out. He's like, Gabriel, <laughs> you need to pull yourself together. You, know, you need to not shoot the missile of the town, yada, yada, yada. And uh, as he should have expe- – I mean, I think he's just used to being of steel because, yeah. you know, this is a dangerous person and this guy, you know, if he wheels around and shoots him, usually bullets bounce off. But this time it doesn't. <laughs> and uh, he gets shot in the abdomen and he falls down on the ground. Now, mm-hmm. I have to actually divert you here for a second. Well, it's not really mm-hmm. a diversion, but – uh, I have something for you. Okay. Uh, of course, you know that I'm friends with Derek. He used to help host Starkville's House of L. They covered Smallville. And one of their big jokes was they used to do these act breaks for Smallville um, where if you're coming in from a commercial, you've changed the channel, you've gone on to Smallville, they'd be like, if you're just joining us, you know, such and such thing has happened. And now Smallville, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> And uh, one of their favorite ones to reference was this one. I'm going to play it for you. If you're just joining us, Clark Kent has been shot. And now, back to Smallville. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> which is just great. Because, uh, I mean, their joke on the, the podcast, which I won't try to replicate here, was just like, oh my god, Clark Kent has been shot. Like, of course, he's not going to die, you know. <laughs> like uh, I don't know, but yeah, just, but still, it still was such a huge shock. It is a huge shock, yeah. Like, even though you said Clark Kent's going to die, you told yeah. me that I knew it was uh, yep. going to happen. Yep. When he was shot, it was it was holy crap! These these bullets are going to penetrate his skin. He's uh-huh. going to be injured. He's going to feel pain. He's go- you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, oof, it was it was emotional. Uh, back at the missile silo Chloe is trying to talk Gabriel out of the things And he, she's worried about Clark And she says he's, He explains that Gabriel's dad uh, Hated meteor freaks And was turned into a meteor freak Because of the last meteor shower And no one wants to live like that So now no one will have to <laughs> So he's just yeah. going to obliterate everything but, Yeah and because they're expecting Even more meteor freaks So yeah. So will we You know just like Last season, we got second generation media freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Medi- meteor freak. Do are we going to get new meteor freaks from this? I'm because I'm, was it? Uh huh. I'm assuming. I mean, there's always got to be somebody to fight Clark, you know. And then it, mm-hmm. it's not like a. It's always got to be like a regular person. So. Um. Meanwhile, Lex is trying to open up the ship. There's a new symbol on the ship. He goes and roughs his uh, his uh, father up, and his father says only he can open it. And I was reminded actually of Lionel's acting a lot like Doctor Walden. Remember Doctor Walden? He was the one that got 
who was into uh, deciphering the caves, and he got zapped by the cave, and his eyes glassed over, and he got like powers. Yeah, and he and died because he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't <laughs> deal with it. His body couldn't deal with it, or something. What happened? I think he got blown up by like a gas tank or something. I forget. Oh, he, got, okay. he got killed on the Kent farm somehow. I forget. It was only a couple uh, yeah. months ago when we talked about it. <laughs> That's right. Okay, I remember this. So anyway, Clark is rushed to the hospital. Um, and poor Martha and Jonathan just coming in there like, what the, our son is shot? Like, what did the hell happen? Yeah. And yeah, because uh, the Cylon doctor, she said, oh, <laughs> the bullet penetrated. And they were like, the bullet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of deleted scenes here uh, before the big thing happens. Um, uh, Dr. Hardin, uh, which is the Cylon doctor, <laughs> tells the Kents that they re- and Lana that they removed the bullet, but he's got some major artery lacerations. So, um, you know, basically cross your fingers. Um, um, and then there's another one where Lex is there and he demands from Dr. Cylon. Uh, he's like, listen, I need the medical records for Clark Kent. I have the best experts in Metropolis <laughs> <laughs> that will need to work. <laughs> and, and the doctor's like, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's true because uh, – that's true. I don't know if it's true. Yes, that it is makes true. sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> Surely it's true. You're saying it. But yeah. that p- makes perfect sense because it was such a weird deal because usually on television shows, when somebody's had surgery, they're usually out of the woods. Yeah. And he just like can't dies. Uh-huh. It was weird that Clark died mm-hmm. when – we expected him to be okay because he had had surgery. And then also, Lana comes in angry at Lex and plops down the, those files with yes. Clark's medical records. You're like, what? The reason why is that in the in this deleted scene, when the doctor's like, no, I'm not giving you those files. You know, you can have to, you know, kiss off or whatever. I forget what she says. <laughs> but then they, you know, as they, they're walking away from down the hallway, you see Lana peering around the corner. Like she's been listening the entire time. So mm. that's why that, that last scene pays off this scene, but that's, this scene was deleted. Um, so yeah, Lionel awakens his eyes clear. He smashes glass. He super speeds. And yeah, in the meantime, I wasn't kidding. Clark Kent dies. <laughs> Mm. And um, Lana comes out And the Kents are just like What? And they're just like Horrible pain Like everybody's crying Mm -hmm. And then some Some orderly Poor orderly is just like "Uh, We got a problem We we have a problem With the Kent boy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The problem is He's completely gone (laughs) And I love When Clark comes in Later at the very end Of the episode Or the end of the episode Jonathan's on the phone. The hospital lost our son. Yes. <laughs> um, but we go back over to the silo and it's clear here that it's up to Chloe to save Smallville. <laughs> like Clark yeah. is gone. He's dead and gone. Uh, and uh, and she does. She fights with Gabriel. They fight over the gun. And yeah, Chloe uh, finally gets a kill on her record. I'm not sure if she's killed anybody before, but she definitely kills Gabriel here. <laughs> Blood splatters on the window. Oh yeah, it was one of those you don't know who was shot. Maybe yeah, was shot. Um, and but oops, he already set it off. He launched it, and as much as Chloe types on the keyboard, it doesn't stop anything. <laughs> and uh, the missile is about to fire off. It is firing off, and we are all of a sudden in the fortress. And Clark is waking up. Lionel, 
not only changed himself into his power suit, but he changed Clark into his power suit, which is, of course, the blue shirt and red jacket. Uh, <laughs> we won't ask how all and, that happened. But. Yeah. And I can hear Al Goff and Miles Millar from here yeah. saying, oh, my God, why didn't we think of this sooner? <laughs> What's that? This is such a great idea. This is awesome. Pat on our back. We should have done this sooner than this. What you mean? Had, kill, kill him or have Lionel become the vessel? Have, yeah. Have Lionel be the, uh, the Jorel surrogate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's great because he, Jorel pretty much says that Lionel is my vessel if I'm needed. <laughs> so it's implying yeah. oh, that. This is going to happen again. Yeah. And also I, expect this. I love I love that uh, number one, John Glover either was instructed or rewatched Superman the movie to uh, watch Marlon Brando because he not only uh, like holds his like lapels, he's got his hands up on his lapels and he's just kind of mm-hmm. holding his jacket, kind of the way the, it, that's the same thing that Marlon Brando did in Superman the movie, but he's got this weird accent now. <laughs> Which is all right. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's his British accent. I yeah, like it. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he tells him that rather than let him die as a mortal, he's going to return his powers. But the life of someone close to you will be exchanged for yours. And then he gives, and he's like, "Here, have a, how about a hug from your old pop?" <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill somebody, you know. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and Clark's like, no, well, I, I take it back. And uh, and Clark, Jor-El tells him the decision's already been made when you chose to disobey me, and that I'll always love you. <laughs> I'll always love you, son. This is, I mean, I don't know what's more twisted: the relationship with you between Clark and Jor-El or uh, Lex and Lionel. I have no idea because <laughs> they're both kind of wow. You're doing this to your son. How horrible are you? But whatever. Uh, so uh, Clark is super powered again. He races back to Smallville and jumps onto the missile. What are you thinking? <laughs> yes, in my Clark's, in my Clark's, in my, in my notes, I have then Clark fights the missile, just like Captain America fought that helicopter. Yes, but Captain America wasn't made <laughs> made of steel, basically. Yeah. Um, Clark goes into outer space. And I guess he doesn't need oxygen, huh? Mm-mm. Wasn't there a time when Clark was like being drowned or something? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, he rips the he, warhead off. He was off being and, choked. He was. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that was when he was without powers or something. I don't know. But anyway, according to this, he doesn't need oxygen or he's like holding his breath for a while because he throws the warhead out into space and then. You know, then we go to Chloe, who has heard an explosion, and it's like you can see that she's thinking for a moment that she's like the only one alive in Smallville right now. (laughs) But then she sees that the missile has malfunctioned, and her first instinct is Clark. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She's like, of course, Clark took care of it. Yay! He saves the day. That's what he does. And and so, yeah, our next scene is at the Kent Farm, but there is a deleted scene here, too, where you see this cornfield. And then you see this, uh, like, small uh, explosion in the back of the cornfield. Like, basically just like a a bang and then some smoke coming up. And then you see Clark just walking out of the cornfield like a badass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, oh, man, it's too bad they took that out. Um, But, yeah, he shows up at the Kent Farm and he looks like a zombie. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he looks like he's been through it, and uh, Jonathan's on the phone. Customers complaining. <laughs> you all start something. <laughs> yeah, I need to call to the Better Hospital Business Bureau. Uh, and uh, Jonathan and Martha were like, so Jarrell revived you, and that's it? Didn't he want yeah. something? Oh, yeah, nothing. Nothing. He didn't no, want anything. Nothing. Nope. Lied to his parents. And then we hear Lana coming to the door. Clark wheels around the corner, and the music just bam! Oh. <laughs> and he lifts her up, and it's just like, either he is a giant, or she is a tiny person, because yes. he just holds her up in the air, and she's like a good foot uh, a good foot in the air just he's just hugging yeah, her and holding her like a doll <laughs> yeah i think he's like six three and she's like five two you yeah know? yeah yeah she's a good like foot up in the air mm-hmm. yeah hearts swell it's such a wonderful moment and mm-hmm. but it's also like a painful moment because it's like clark has his, his powers, powers back. back yeah mm-hmm. yep that's what i'm saying it's the con this the conflict between, you know, you're given what you want mm-hmm. and what Smallville needs. Smallville needs Clark. They need a Clark. Right. They need a Superman. The world needs a Superman. Yeah, it's Smallville. We need the, Superman. Sorry. But that's not the best for Lana and Clark. Yeah. And, I mean, we get a, we get a quick sidetrack to the Luther mansion. Lana shows up and Lex is just like, listen, you can think what you want. <laughs> But normal people don't rise from the dead. So <laughs> whatever these records show, it, it's probably like a lie or whatever. And then after she leaves, Lionel show, shows back up. He's like, what's up, son? <laughs> yeah. And he said, the last time I saw you, you were scratching uh, these uh, symbols in the floor with a corkscrew. And he said, I did that? How creative of me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you since the season four finale. <laughs> when I got knocked across the room by that stone exploding in my pocket. <laughs> um. And Lex is like, all right, let, let's celebrate. Dad's back. <laughs> um, and then we have a uh, – uh, sorry, what would you say? I was like, let's break out the scotch. <laughs> yes. Then we have a Clark and Chloe uh, loft scene, which is nice. But um, – and, and it, Clark, is, Clark is definitely depressed here and at least he can uh, talk to yeah. Chloe about it. Yeah. Um, because she wants to see where the bullet – the mm-hmm. bullet wound. And, and he moves the uh, the bandage, and it's not there anymore. And Chloe She's gets like, to touch his bare chest stuff. I just uh, don't know if you were yes, yes. trying to live vicariously through Chloe. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Chloe was living vicariously and, through herself as well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's – what did she say? You're unscathed on the surface, but not underneath. And yeah. So that's – he's trying to deal with what is going to – what's going to be a mine in – Lana's relationship mm-hmm. And Chloe you see is not Entirely disappointed that Clark is super again <laughs> mm-hmm. Like yeah that's, I, I kind of like having a super friend <laughs> But she tells him like You need to tell Lana And um, and Clark is just like I can't expect her to react like you did And, mm-hmm. uh, and Chloe is like you des- She deserves a choice And he says he can't take the risk And what he's not saying This is under the surface is that Clark is worried that Lana might be the person that Jor-El takes. So, yeah. And then he says, I think I made a terrible mistake when I gave up my powers. Or, you know, when I screwed up that whole choice back then. Um, and that's the end of the episode. What did you think? I thought it was awesome. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm almost 
Well, I, I got a couple more trivia pieces here for you. Okay. First, the timeline, which I teased at the beginning of our discussion on this episode. Uh, when Chloe calls Gabriel uh, to come, you know, help her, there's 33 minutes left until the missile launches, <laughs> uh, which would be 6.57 a.m. since the missile launched at 6.30 and was on an hour timer. Uh, Clark is pronounced dead at 7.18 a.m. That's 21 minutes. So here's a breakdown of what happens in 21 minutes. <laughs> Gabriel drives from his hidden silo to meet Chloe. Uh, Gabriel shoots Clark. Clark is found shot on the side of the road and driven to the hospital. Clark has complex surgery where he's operated on. Surgery is over. He's cleaned up and he's transported to his own room and then considered stable enough to be left alone. Lana visits Clark for at least a solid two minutes. Clark wakes up and dies. (laughs) And, uh, you know... And Lionel whisks, whisks him away to the fortress, and they have a little conversation there. But, yeah, that's a lot of stuff that happens in 21 minutes. <laughs> oh, before breakfast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, in the trivia, it's like surgery alone would have taken at least 45 minutes or to an hour to stabilize Clark after that. Um, and my final bit of trivia here is a uh, quiz that's right up your alley because uh, – um, if I'm Quiz? sure, yeah, uh, I'm sure, uh, I mean, I know, I'm sure people who know, you know, you are a Christian. Um, so, uh, can you tell me, uh, there, there okay. This episode is filled with Jesus imagery. So there are five definitive, See, definite I, allusions to, to Jesus here in this episode. I don't know why, but I don't like stuff like this. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's funny because you would think I would think that a Christian would enjoy this. Like, oh, I know. this is and kind you know of what? like a Hollywood thinks that too. Oh, okay, and maybe, okay. And maybe that no, this is not the. Uh, okay, okay. So te- go ahead. There's Sorry. five of them. Can you <laughs> uh-huh. name? Can you name at least a couple things no, that happen? Come on, I don't think, think about, about it. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I don't know. Okay, I'll get you started. When Clark is shot, he is laying on the ground with his arms open and blood flowing from his side. Ah, okay. So that's the crucified Jesus and then mm-hmm. pierced in the side. Okay. Yeah, okay. So he's, Gross. so he's Gross. dead. <laughs> so he's dead. And when it's officially recorded, the first two people to find out about his death are Lana and Martha. Ah, like Mary, Mary Magdalene and-, and Mary, the mother of Jesus. Ah. Clark has a hospital sheet placed over his head. While, of course, this is a normal thing for TV, it evokes the image of Jesus being wrapped in his burial cloths, a.k.a. the shroud, uh-huh. after his death. When the Clarks are notified about Clark's death, uh, they come back and they find that the room is vacant. Uh-huh. The empty tomb. Right? Yeah. The discovery of the yeah. empty tomb. After Clark's resurrection, he super speeds to the missile. He grabs the missile and as a result, taken up into the sky above the clouds into and outer space. And saves the world. In this, and parallels with the ascension, as it said, Jesus rose to heaven. A cloud took him out of the apostles' sight. And here's a bonus round for you. Clark is shot by Gabriel, who is known to many as the angel of death. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Sunday school with me. I am okay. definitely not the person to teach it, but uh, <laughs> these are things I, I I was reading. I was like, oh yeah, Superman and Jesus. There's lots of lots of parallels. Yeah. Best needle drops. 
Uh, the, when the Clark and, wake, and Lana wake up, Breathe by Anna Nalik is playing on the radio, which is a lovely song. And that needle drop when Clark rounds the corner to get Lana is called Collide, and it's by Dishwalla. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are going to definitely be on my playlist. Yeah, such a great early 2000s song. Yeah. Um, episode of the week. It's a hard choice for me. Arrival, yeah. mortal, or hidden. Yeah, because they're, uh, they just all seem to be continuations of each other. And, I mean, to me... No filler here. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, just you wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they really know how to open up a season and this great arc of being mortal. I gotta say, I as much as the other two episodes are good, I really, I think I enjoyed Hidden the most. Um, Clark, um, the Missile, all this it's stuff. It's really hard to dies. say. I, I don't know. I think, I think, okay, uh, Mortal, I enjoyed because of the sex, of course. But, <laughs> but it, I didn't really like the hostage situation. Yeah, yeah. That's very much well-trodden territory. And, yeah. But, I mean, I think that that uh, Kenny, Kenneth Johnson, Johnson yeah. and the two the two twins, I think they were great. But, yeah, it's just the whole hostage thing is just but, boring. But – it's great that we have an episode where Clark faces off against bad guys with a sledgehammer and with no powers. Yeah, no powers. And this is the episode where him and Lex exchange blows and that's yeah. a big scene. So yeah, it's it's, it's hard to pick. Arrival I mean, I think Arrival Fortress was great. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I have no episode of the week. They're all great. I'm just going to pick Hidden uh, because that's just my first instinct. Uh, maybe it's just because it's the one I've seen the latest. <laughs> <laughs> the one we just finished talking about. All right. Next week, we have three episodes we're talking about. But we're actually talking about four episodes because there's a bonus episode. <gasps> what? Of a different show for you. <laughs> what? Okay, listen. Okay. So let me just tell you the title of the first Smallville episode that we're going to okay. talk watch is called Aqua. What do you think it's about? <laughs> Aquaman. Aquaman. And back uh, around this time, because the Aquaman uh, episode was so big, they decided to give Aquaman his own show. And Alan Miles uh, produced it. They filmed it. It stars uh, the guy from This Is Us, Justin Hartley, <laughs> uh, as Aquaman, not the guy who plays Aquaman in Smallville for some reason, they decided not to have it connected to Smallville. It's its own show. It's got like Ving Rhames, Adrian Palicki, uh, several other people. Um, oh, Lou Diamond Phillips is in it. Uh, mm. Yeah. So that episode is available on iTunes. Uh, Steph, I will be forwarding you a copy of my, my copy. Um, so if anybody wants to watch along, it's on iTunes for free. As a matter of fact, I mean, this is trivia for when we talk about it. Uh, oh, it's called Mercy Reef, by the way. <laughs> Mercy Reef. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> just a terrible title. Yeah. Dawson's Reef. Uh, <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, when it when they decided to not do the show, and then oh. they said, "Well, we have this pilot that we filmed. Let's release it on iTunes." It was like it got huge download numbers. It was like one of the most downloaded iTunes episodes. It was free. Um, and yeah, if anybody wants to check it out, it's on iTunes. It is free. Okay. So 
We're going to talk about Aqua. Then we're going to talk about Mercy Reef because we just want to have a, a d- double discussion about Aquaman. Okay, we'll get okay. that out of the way. And then the next two episodes are Thirst and Exposed, which are episodes that we'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> which are terrible? Which are- we'll see what you think. Let me tell you your teases. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you already know about Aquaman, whatever. Uh, after being teased in the last moments of the premiere, we finally meet James Marster's character. <laughs> um, the other tease is we return to a location we haven't seen since the season three. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love these teases. Lois returns. Oh, shit. Okay. Lois gets her very first superhero crush. Which you probably know what it is. Uh, and Mm-mm. Lois wears one, two, three bikinis in this. <laughs> so and when I was t- telling you about the gays, <clears throat> uh, I will attempt not to be uh, gross next next time we talk. So uh, the next tease is Lana attempts to join a sorority. Now you're thinking to yourself, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought Lana wasn't going to college. Correct. We'll see. You'll find out. Anyway, uh, next is is another deceased actor shows up in a guest spot just to make me break down into tears. Hmm. Yeah, very surprising. You'll you'll be surprised. Um, next is is Smallville's very first Halloween episode. We'll be talking about. Uh, next is is an episode that Alan Miles cre- credits as the worst episode they've ever made. <laughs> Wow. Uh, two more teases. Uh, first is a truly inspired bit of stunt casting, which I think you're going to be very happy with. Uh, if I could just be a fly on the wall. Uh, okay. And uh, I, I swear, Steph, sometimes I want you to, re- to start filming reaction videos for these because we're running out of things that you don't know about. <laughs> oh. And uh, your final tease is... Clark goes to a strip club and is surprised to see a familiar person on the pole. (laughs) And that's all your teases, Steph. I'm speechless. (laughs) Oh, please let it be Lois. It is uh, 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 Betty. Uh, Her name's Betty. She's from the episode Riverdale. (laughs) All right. Uh, so uh, I'll see. I'll talk to you next uh, Tuesday about that, and uh, we'll see you all next time on. We don't want to wait. Bye. Bye. <laughs>